I think I might have found my favorite person on Bravo. Oh. I, I could be prisoner of the moment, but from what I'm seeing, this mother of dragons lady, you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Oh my God. <laughs> she She's like the boss of all bosses. She's super aggressive. Uh, wasn't she on Broadway? She was. She was a star. Yeah, it's Erica. She was a star. I like this chick. What's, what, what's her name? Her name is Erica Girardi, but her like, like alter ego is Erica Jane. Ooh, porn star name again. <laughs> yeah. I like her. Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We are two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree. And I'm LP. And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Episode 16, we are halfway through season two. LP, how you feeling? I can't believe it's halfway. Really? Yeah, we are halfway through. Wow, look at us. Time flies when you're talking Bravo. (laughs) You know what? In real life, I feel like sometimes these seasons fly by before my very own eyes. And so maybe that's the seasons of our lives are also moving. (laughs) As the world turns, isn't that one of the like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills shows or something? (laughs) One of them has to have been on that. Yes, Boy Meets Bravo, a metaphor. (laughs) well welcome back everybody to uh boy meets bravo we are a couple of bravo holics trying to turn my not bravo holic husband into a fan a housewife oh i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i mean whatever will work really at this rate um but we're we get his insight into LP and my favorite things, which is Bravo TV. So welcome back or welcome to the show if you're a brand new listener. Um, how is everybody doing? I'm doing pretty good. I was just thinking about it. We should turn Desmond on to, what is it? Real Husbands of Hollywood. Have you ever watched that? It's like, I think I who's on that show. It's a Kevin Hart show. I tried. Yeah. It. It's like ish like this, maybe. I don't know. Maybe you have a newfound appreciation for it now. I do like the house husbands. I'm going to be honest. Jersey. I'm starting to become a fan. You guys are really close to to getting me there. Oh my gosh. Going to be honest, but go ahead, LP. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I have a good week. We I we have a new guest this week. Uh, in in house guest, uh, my roommate Colin. Yeah, <laughs> returning. He's equally a Bravo holic. And my my around the uh, room topic has to do with him because we are equally engaged in this uh, venture our own version of summer house we're heading up to new jersey next weekend and so next week is it next week next, next week uh, next saturday i'll be reporting live from uh the jersey shore so i'm thrilled about that let's go yeah. so it's bu- us and a bunch of other friends, and we're going up there for uh, some people are staying for a few days and others for a week. So it's our own little summer house. It's gonna be really great. We're gonna have a few friends up there, birthday party, and then uh, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Probably trying to couple work with partying. So we'll see. <laughs> you need to find exactly where the Gorga's beach house is, shore house is. I don't know if it's in the same area. We're gonna be in Stone Harbor, so we'll have to figure that out. We'll have a rental car. Oh, I adventures care less about the Gorgas and more about Dolores. Where is Dolores and Big Frank? Are they out there over Memorial Day weekend? Do they want to hang out? Are we like, could we pod together? Oh my <laughs> <gasps> The possibilities. The possibilities. Oh my God. <laughs> so we'll see. I, I may do a little bit of my own personal stocking. Uh, my own Bravo stocking. Wall hey, stocking. I took the week off, so I am. I'm all. Oh, nice, Sleuth for the show. Yes, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's uh, that's what I've got to look forward to. The rest of it's just you know hindsight. Very nice. Well, I found some. Uh, speaking of Jersey, actually, I found some news um, this past week. There's going to be a new Real Housewife of New Jersey. Her name is, and I don't know if I'm saying the first name correctly, but Ikeisha Cologne. She's married to a former Jets player, Willie Cologne. 
Um, and I found out that she is, she went to school in Atlanta. She's a Clark Atlanta alum. She's a Delta. So bringing some much needed color to Jersey. Um, and she looks like a badass. So I'm excited. I'm always excited for somebody new to come in and to see how, uh, how the ladies react to that. It's going to be interesting to see someone like Teresa who like everybody that's been on the show, she's known or has been connected to in some way, I'm assuming. I don't know if she knows this woman or not, but like, it will be interesting to see the OG's world get shaken up a little bit by someone hope maybe she does or doesn't know, but it's outside of her group, immediate group of friends and family, which is like what the cast has predominantly pulled from. And if it didn't, they didn't last long. Right. So like, who were those twins? Bye. You know, we don't remember them. I don't remember their names. What? The what twins? twins? Do you remember there were twins? There were twin sisters on Real Housewives of New Jersey for a little bit. I feel like one maybe crossed Teresa for a little while and like they made it like a scene. What? Yeah. See, forgettable. Very. Absolutely I don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. What are their names? I'll have to look it up. But we'll uh, do some digging. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, well, Desmond, what's up? How's your life been? It's been good. Like I said, I guess this is big news, but you guys <laughs> are getting closer to pulling me into becoming a Bravo person, I guess. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call a fan? Uh, I'll let you call it whatever you want as long as you're joining us. Okay. Here. I told you guys, once once we get to three out of three, you might have something. Okay. Because right now, what do we have with you? It was one and a half. Up until last episode, I was kind of iffy on New Jersey. Okay. But we'll get into it. But after watching this reunion, you're two for two. Okay. Two oh two. my God. Summer House and Real Housewives of New Jersey are two shows that I now have to continue watching. Yes. I am There's, jumping with joy. But you know what? <laughs> this makes me very happy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's so weird jumping into a show like midway through. It's like, Starting Game of Thrones with the Battle of Bastards. That's true. You know I mean? So every time I watch an, uh, an episode, I learn something new. I get back history. Like I, I didn't know anything about Teresa's past. Oh, so I uh, we'll get into it. But yeah, two for two. Okay, we're getting there. Give me one more. Okay, there's options. So okay, uh, challenge accepted. Boom. Yeah. So so I go. All right. Well, y'all want some more? Y'all need some. Y'all need some more for me. Well, um, shit. I had vegan cinnamon rolls yesterday. That were good. I bought the dog um a taco treat yesterday. That looked really cute. I saw that on Instagram. That uh, looked shockingly realistic. I almost bit into it. I wish you had. <laughs> but yeah, just living the the single pup life since my wife was out of town this weekend. I was. I pretended to try to run a half marathon and only ran six miles. Okay. Let's not overstep that accomplishment in and of itself. I loved what you did though. You were like, there's a sign that says half marathon. And then the other one that says 10 K <laughs> this way. And she was like, Skirt! and took the 10 K <laughs> left turn. And like, like your aunt said, know your body, do it. You know, like, yeah. My, my foot was cramping and I was like, can I do this for 10 more miles or can I do this for three more miles? And yeah, took that First of all, applaud yourself on the fact that you did 6.2 miles and you just alone. That's amazing. I will never again. And I know I've said that before and anybody listening who knows me knows that I say that a lot. I will never do that again. And then I do it, but everybody here and everybody listening, please remind me how much I hate running. I believe I asked you that. Prior to you running this race, you, you said, did, but can I'm you be gonna... more forceful next time as a you friend? You already signed up. <laughs> you already signed up. You were saying, you were talking about how you were training for your 10K or half marathon. And I said, excuse me. I thought after the last race we ran that you were done with the runs. And here she is back again. I know. But if you do decide to do another one, let me know. I'll join you. Okay. I'm not everyone. Let's, she will. No, please. It's in the blood. I could so July. Huh. <laughs> That's a yeah, no. that That's is a no. the that is the Peachtree Road race. So I'm not doing that either. I'm not doing well, it. Well, we can go watch. <laughs> we can watch others run. Yes. Yeah. This is something I will do from now on. Well, I'm excited for this episode. Um, like Desmond has hinted at, we finally have 
a little foot in the Bravo door with him. Um, so we all got to watch the premiere of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which we were really pumped about uh, its return and about a new housewife, a new friend of the housewives. Um, and we caught up on New Jersey with the reunion. So when we get back, we will chat about all of that in tea time. Welcome back. It is officially tea time. What are we sipping on? Well, we are going to jump into a classic. One of the Real Housewives just, I believe, kind of just awe-inspiring gems, always kind of has been, uh, Beverly Hills. And I didn't mean to, but I'm glad that I went with gems since they do hold diamonds. Um but they've always, it's always been a cast of characters for us. And um, this season, I think we have a really meaty uh, couple of storylines coming up that need to be addressed. And it's, uh, I think it's going to be, it's proving and foreshadowing to look like it might be a pretty good season. For sure. And we want to welcome back Colin, our special guest for this episode. He was like, yeah, he, uh, was chatting with us a little bit at the beginning, but wanted to officially welcome him back. So thanks for joining us again, Colin. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. Always love being sure. here. Yay. Well, uh, to be yes. fair, you usually are here just like <laughs> yeah. in no, another just room. Not in the in the podcast itself. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> just in the vicinity. Colin is my roommate. So he, he sits sometimes on the outside of the doors of where I record. On the outside, listening in. <laughs> That's a fun visual. <laughs> yeah. It is actually pretty entertaining to hear just her speaking a lot. Because then, I'm like, what is the conversation here? <laughs> what is the context? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, excited to have you because I know you love Beverly Hills. I, yeah, I really do. That's one of my favorites, truly and honestly, ever since it came out. I think I remember when I was asking you if you wanted to come back on, you were like, can I please come back for Beverly Hills? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just like my favorite group. Like if I could like actually hang out with them, I would. Well, most of them. They would need to pay for me to hang out with them because I couldn't afford to do anything that they do. But same, I, I would like enjoy it. I feel like that would come with it, right? Like just part of the perk. Sutton gives you things. Yes. Yeah, I like, I am down to be friends with Sutton. Sutton will give you nice wellies to wear. She gives you a purse. If you show up to her parties, she, she bought everyone boots. Yeah. 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 And, um, and monogram them. I'm not a fan of monogram, but like, Hey, she went the, it was thoughtful. Monogram. Yeah. So they were tastefully done. Very. Yeah. Very Southern of her. Exactly. Glad that she's gotten her her peach in Beverly Hills. Let's all give her a round of applause, actually. May we? I know we all kind of wondered how Sutton was going to do coming into this. Um, and I'm excited to hear what Desmond has to say about uh, her and the other women. But um, I think we were all kind of skeptical when we very first met Sutton. Um, and then we talked about this because one of our friends is from Augusta and knew her and knew like, I think babysat for her children. Even Yeah, she did. Am I like exposing too much? I don't know, but she, I believe our friend babysat her, a few, her, her children in Augusta. And so like we had some preconceived notions coming in, but she's charmed us. She's Southern charmed us. Oh, look at that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. Well, Desmond, what did you think about Beverly Hills compared to what you've seen so far in other cities? Born, but um, <laughs> a good cast of characters. Okay. I'll give it to you that way. Um, I think I might've found my favorite person on Bravo. Oh. I, I could be prisoner of the moment, but from what I'm seeing, this is mother of dragons lady. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Oh my God. <laughs> she she's like the boss of all bosses. She's super aggressive. Uh wasn't she on Broadway? She was. She was a star. Yeah, uh, it's Erica. She was a star. I like this chick. What's what, what's her name? Her name is Erica Girardi, but her like her. alter ego is Erica Jane. Oh, porn star name again. <laughs> yeah. I like her. 
Yeah. So, yeah. She's the one that we showed like the preview and when she was saying, uh, what was she saying to, Su- to Sutton? Like, do it or. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Oh, or uh, what? Or what? Yes. That's the bar. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I she's just love Sutton's response. She's just like, or nothing. Like, <laughs> what? I'm terrified. So please don't. Yeah, exactly. She's like, I, I will sit here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Erica Jane has always been a force to be reckoned with. She has, you're going to have to watch some of her music videos. Um, that is art. A, that is art. How's her music, though? It's it, catchy. I think it's catchy. It's it's catchy club pop. Yeah. Who's it compared to? Like Paris Hilton? Yeah. Oh, kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But like better showmanship, you know? And she has um a lot of very interestingly risque uh costumes. She is very bold in her costume choice. I'll say that. And wears it well. Oh, yeah. Honestly, for her, like at her, not even like at saying it like at her age, like it's she's old. But I mean, the clothes she's wearing is obviously something you'd see like Britney Spears at 18 wearing and <laughs> she's killing it. Yeah, absolutely fucking killing even it. almost more aggressive than Britney Spears. Oh, like, for sure. Because now it's like you have to be right. Like it's like I'm going to wear an entire like. What is that material? It, it was like mesh with like a latex. leather, like latex. Yes. Like, like, but like Whoa. cut out in the form of like a thong on top of a bodysuit. Like it's, ah. Uh. You know what? Like between her, Jen, I'd, and um, who's a Coke bottle from Atlanta? Kenya. Like she, she's made it up there with me. I think the Mother Dragons, the Pimp, um, the Mogul, and the Big Juice all need a show together. Wow. I love that you gave me uh, name. <laughs> Who are these people? Mother Dragons. Erica Jane. Erica. The Pimp. Vanderpump. The Mogul. Uh, Bethany. Yep. And Big Juice. Is that Kenya? Teresa. Oh, Teresa Juice. <laughs> <all are>. <laughs> well, you know, like they, they did just film like a whole all-star um, episode, I think, like on an island, but I don't know. That's that's that Desmond's all star team. We'll that. But yeah, they need to give those ladies a show together. Just like they're the ones that I've seen on Bravo that are they'll speak their minds, they're aggressive, and they don't take any shit. So I like them all. Oh, and Jen, of course, of if course. she's available, <laughs> if she's free to join. Well, both Jen and Erica are facing their own legal woes. Mm-hmm. Both um, Erica's husband is we. I think previewed with you in last week's episode that um her husband wall has is like a class he's a class action lawyer like he i believe worked on like the aaron brockovich case that like what that that movie is based on and has has fought like pg and e and other like major class action lawsuits and won and has a lot of that money, but apparently didn't, a lot of that money didn't make its way all the way to the plaintiffs. So, um, yeah, he's, and he's got like Alzheimer's now or is alluding to that being the case. He's very old. Yeah. It's not a good situation. So they are looking at how much Erica knew and like, how much wealth and spend they were doing and how much money wasn't getting properly allocated and to the people that ultimately were due that money and where that money ultimately landed. And unfortunately, as much as we were sitting here praising Erica Jane's career, I think a fair chunk of that change went to supporting her ability to chase that dream. So is that dream a little tainted? I don't know. Feels feels like it might be. We shall see. I mean, Erica, like when she's talking about how she fared during quarantine, how she had to like leave Broadway really abruptly and just be home in her very big house, very big mansion in Beverly Hills, all alone, walking the big empty hallways. Um, She was foreshadowing like what kind of ends up happening to her marriage and to her legally. She was like, I just felt like something bad was going to happen. I felt this sense of dread. And she's talking about like her mental health, but like how she was feeling and how she was like describing it there. I was like, oh God. And now that we know like what she's going through now is like eerie. 
Yeah, but I will say between her and Jen Shaw, it just sucks because I think for her, it's more of her just being, you know, associated with someone that did something wrong. I don't think that she necessarily did anything because I think this was going on prior to her anyway, um, before she came around. And then for Jen, I mean, clearly the girl did it. I mean, she's got recordings of like, you know, sending people voicemails about like student loans. Wow. I mean, she's, she's screwed. She's not acting like it. Right. Which is weird (laughs) to me. Like, well, that's what a sociopath does, right? There is that. Yeah. Well, I, my counter to that is, is that like you, and you know, I love me some Erica Girardi. She was on my dream team. She is one of my favorites, but flaunting your opulence. And as you said, walking through your big empty hallways, like, and just sadness, like I have zero pity for you. I have zero. I don't feel bad for you. I, in the slightest, you, even if you didn't really know you're, you're flaunting of, of your money and the opulence in which you kind of like exist in does not bode well. You know, when, when you're talking about your husband scamming people in need out of that money. So I just, I don't know. I, I like Erica. I'm not going to shame on her talent. I'm going to revisit that while her money was her, like path was paved in gold by other people's apparent, you know, well, she takes a 747 everywhere she needs to go. (laughs) I mean, talk about like opulence. And I do, I do think crew doesn't fly coach, sweetie. (laughs) I don't think also when she was like, you know, as she's flaunting all this stuff that, well, I don't know. Do, does the legal stuff come up this season as well? I know it that has the divorce to by does. The end of Definitely. It. it has to by the end of it. Cause I think a month into them like filming, she filed for divorce. Bravo has been there for lots of things this year. Oh my God. Andy Cohen literally like create, like is a genius. Just we feel the same way. <laughs> we feel the same way. That's a universal feeling on this network. Andy Cohen is a man of epic proportion. I, I, I'm not going to give like a deity to him, but we do call him a saint. So maybe we are, you know. No, no, we're joking about that. Sorry, God. <laughs> we're joking about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, talk to us about our next housewives. Oh, fancy. Um... I didn't really get a good like storyline from her this episode, except for the fact that she was a tad bit funny um, after she checked uh, Guiding Light. Like you, you can say that, hey, you know, we can try to start over and be friends again. And then I think I think that uh, in the episode she was talk- talking to another housewife about how like she really doesn't trust her and stuff like that. It's like if you're going to try to start over you can't really keep bringing up the past. So if she didn't want to start over, she should, uh, she could have said, hey, you know, I still don't trust you, but we can see where things go. She she led Guiding Light on to believe like everything was cool and then she went behind her back and talked shit. So I like Fancy, but not this episode. Counterpoint. Because you're new, I'll forgive you for this. <laughs> but the way she managed that conversation, I thought was... You, because the way we left last season, Rinna had done Denise wrong, done her dirty. Ultimately, she pulled out um, laundry that clearly Denise did not want out in, in the light of day. And she pushed really hard not to have that. And regardless, someone she called a friend, and I put that in quotation marks, ruthlessly continued to try and pull it out. And Garcelle, who is actually friends with Denise and treats her like a friend, was very offended by this behavior that like, hey, we all go way back. And you took a very personal part of this woman's life that she wanted to keep off limits and put it out in the public. You didn't try even to stop and defend her and get in the way. And when when Rinna said, I I was trying to protect her. I was like, Garcelle and I were both like, excuse me, excuse me. So she had a lot to protect. Like she had a friend that got really hurt in all of this BS stuff that is fame of Real Housewives. As much as we love it and soak it in, like 
sometimes it's, it affects people. And she watched that out the gate in her first season and now has her guard up. And regardless of like whether or not she's willing to keep a casual friendship with Rena for the sake of the show and for the fa- sake of pushing things on, she's still like, you did my, you did us dirty. You did it dirty. And I don't trust you fully going forward. I think that Garcelle is feeling a little bit more, I don't know about comfortable with the ladies, but more comfortable with like her role as a housewife on this TV show because last season. And I, and also I think she was like busy filming stuff. Like she was filming coming to America and, mm-hmm. you know, doing some other stuff. So she couldn't really be there for like some of the cast trips and things, but she was in almost every, she was in this like whole episode. Like she got the most airtime. I feel like, um, especially compared to last season where she was hardly anywhere. And uh, kind of to the point of Garcelle giving Rena like a fake sure we'll move on, but really not being over it. Something that she is being very blatant about is how she doesn't like Kyle. Cause she yes. uh, names her for goldfish Kyle, because it's very ordinary. She said, <laughs> yes. So that's fun. She's overt about it, which is, I'm curious. Yeah, because like my thing is, is that even after watching the episode and then watching Watch What Happens Live with all six of them there, I mean, obviously Erica can join, but um, (laughs) Kyle and her act like they have, or Kyle acts like they get along so well. And then Garcelle's like, yeah, but then she'll have like a dig where she's like, you know, my goldfish named Kyle, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't get it. Well, it it's goes, like little snubs. It goes back to like the the charity donation, I think. And Kyle had Garcelle said she was going to donate 15K or something outrageous because that's what they do to whatever Kyle's charity is. And Kyle didn't get that donation in a timely manner and called her out on it. Just like Kenya. on TV. On TV. Mm-hmm. So that didn't sit well with Garcelle. And, um, but if it's the facts, it's the facts. Like if she didn't get it before the reunion, she's going to call you out on it. So. Yeah. I feel like there's something else there. I feel like there's just, I think it's just, they don't vibe or something because they don't really connect well, especially on live interviews and stuff. It's just like, you can see it in their faces. That they're just like doing Share, it for like, the job. Comfortableness of like, yeah, we're great. Mm. <laughs> Real awkward for everyone watching. Yeah. Okay. And even the other housewives are like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, we're getting because of Garcelle, we are getting um a friend of, and maybe I wonder, potential future housewife in Will Smith's ex-wife. Yeah, Sheree Zampino is her is her name. She's in a little bit of a, she's in a, a short scene with Garcelle at her house. It was Garcelle, Sheree and Sutton. They were all hanging out, I think at Garcelle's house. And I would be super down to see Sheree on there. Will Smith's ex-wife, because she's actually friends with Garcelle. She lives in LA and she was on a TV show called Hollywood Hall- Exes. Yeah. It was her. It was um, Eddie Murphy's ex-wife. Yes. Yes. It was so good. (laughs) It was Prince's ex-wife. Shayna Mochler, Travis Travis Barker's ex-wife. Oh, it was so good. So on the scene. Yeah. So let's bring them on over for sure. So we have a new housewife. Um, What did you think of Crystal? Um, I didn't get much from her, to be honest. I didn't know anything about her. Is she what, what did she do for a living? She's What's married to the director of the line. Fuck out of here. You are not paying attention. <laughs> no, not with her. Oh my yeah. goodness. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, the first uh, one, the cartoon version. Like, yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. She got big yeah. one. Uh-huh. She's only 35. I was texting LP. I was like, how is she only a couple years older than me? And granted, you know, she's married to this, but still. Damn, she got big money. Okay. Yeah, she does. Because he also directed a whole bunch of other stuff too, mm-hmm. but. Oh yeah, but, he's been, he's done a lot of work. It's very. Well. I I really liked her. I think she gave me a lot in this episode for a first one. Like we got a little bit of, um, you know, just a little bit of her backstory. Like her husband is like twenty something years older than her. Um, she uh already is giving us a little like just enough shade against the other ladies. Like she said something about how you know 
because of what her husband does, she knows everybody who needs to be known essentially in Beverly Hills. And then the, the producer was like, Oh, so do you know Dorit? And she was like, no. And like her shade about the clothes, about um, how she sees how all of her older friends dress and it's a little flashy and a little like too old for their age. And you're like cut to like all the other women. And she's like, I chose to dress a little bit more conservatively. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she's already episode one gentle. It's gentle shade, Mm -hmm. gentle shade. So she's learned the art of gentle shade. She did have a quotable in there. That I took notes on. She says, this group dresses real out. <laughs> that was hilarious. And that was at um, Dorit's like barbecue too. So like it was supposed to be like a chill hangout. I'm sure that Where she was like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like barbecue. Well, that's what they were. The, the whole thing they talk about is that a barbecue at Dorit's house is, <laughs> I mean, they had like a full bar staffed uh what barbecue there were finger foods oh yeah what did erica say she was like i mean this is something you would expect on a yacht in the caribbean not at dorit's house in encino (laughs) like because the food was so like over the top it's like okay well it was pigs in a blanket let's not give them like crazy like very fancy fancy, like beverly hills pigs Beverly Hills pigs. <laughs> <laughs> I was down. You know, I love a pig in the blanket. I get those from Trader Joe's. Have you ever had those? I have not. I always get the same three things from Trader Joe's. Fire. I'm going to plug it. I'm going to plug it. Trader Joe's, not a uh, sponsor or uh, anything of the show. Yet. Nonetheless, their little pre-wrapped weenies with croissant <laughs> or whatever. It's so fantastic. Delightful. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Among other uh, things. If we had another whole side podcast about what to get at Trader Joe's. The rosé is great too. We would, we could sit there for days. I will say that the first time I went to a Trader Joe's, I was visiting LP in LA and I was very, I felt very out of place in a Trader Joe's. It was the funniest thing. We walked into the Trader Joe's um, in, this, in Silver Lake. And it was like, she got transported into another world. She was like whipping around, like whiplash being like, what is this place? I believe she referred to it as a gypsy market. I was like, it's Trader Joe's. Come on, let's get some chips. I mean, once you get used to Trader Joe's, it's fine. But imagine you're very, imagine an outsider looking in the parking lot of every Trader Joe's is crazy. It's very chaotic. The lines for the cashier are like diagonal. The it's a lot happening. You have to bring your own bags. It is a lot. It is a lot. That one in particular, that one I will give you is an insane Trader Joe's. And there's no normal food, which I like now, but I was confused. At the time, you're like, where are the Cheetos? Yeah, (laughs) yes. It was just a lot for me. Um, but I'm 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 there here for it now. So we've we've progressed. All right. Well. Trader Joe's fans, here we are. Yes. Okay, so we are moving on to who who's holding the center peach uh, this season, Kyle. Then I think. I, I think so, too. Last couple. Yeah. What'd she do? She got the nose job. That was the very first thing. Oh, yeah. Nose looks good. Mm-hmm. New nose looks good. Yeah, And she's owning it. She did. Everybody else kind of, like, fakes like they don't get anything done, except for Dolores, which we'll get to also um later but uh yeah she's i mean we start out first episode she's like hi i just got my nose stuff yeah yeah exactly rena's like looks so good <laughs> uh, but i don't know i, I guess kyle that. didn't give us a ton no not a whole lot i i think because she was like bed bound and had a broken nose practically um not much she's she is now sutton's landlord um with 20 grand a month 20 the friend discount of 20 grand a month yeah to live in her old house in bel-air i did not realize that they held on to that house that was that was a surprise to me i remember them moving out of that house into another house in bel-air but i had no idea that they held like mauricio you got that kind of cash that you can just buy another house in Bel Air without selling your previous house in Bel Air. 
I didn't know that either. Good for them. Well, I think I think they moved out. They like, did move out, and they clearly have been yeah. renting it. But and no, I mean, I think they moved out of like. I don't think the other house. I don't think they're in the same areas. I don't think they're both in like Bel Air. No, I'm pretty sure that they are. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think they might have tried to sell it, and it just I don't know. Oh, so she's the one who's renting the house to her friend. Yeah. For yeah. for uh, a, the family discount of twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Can you imagine? Close. It's only 20. Oh, not 25. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's what I'll tell you uh, Kyle brought to the table this season or as she does every season. And one of the main reasons I don't care how long they keep her on her husband, Mauricio, mm-hmm. the house husband of all house husbands. Did you Daddy. see him on this episode? Oh, okay. That hat. He rocked it so good. When when Dorit was like, or someone was like, are you guys going to the Wilshire or something? I was like, next time I'm in LA, I know exactly where I'll be hanging out every <laughs> night of the week trying to find me Mauricio. Let's go hang out with the nice guy. <sighs> that, that's what y'all like? Us? Are you kidding me? He the ages week. like a fine wine. It is un- I don't know. I, 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 okay. I know when they do flashbacks of Mauricio playing with Portia, uh, as a baby in the pool, I'm like, oh, cute. But current day Mauricio is sexy. I don't know what it is, but he's just very attractive. Have y'all seen The Night Of on HBO? Yeah. He reminds me of the lawyer. Oh, like. Oh, yeah, he does. In a, but like, mm, I know what you mean. Is that the same guy? I think I know what you're talking, who you're talking about. No, come on. Y'all don't, is that what you're okay. saying? Yeah, I, I see it, but Mauricio is like, Way the attractive version. Yeah. Yes. Tur- Tur- yeah. Yeah. Turo or whatever. Oh, that makes me sad, me? but yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, yeah. But no, do not. I'm sorry. I don't know what y'all went through. Like, I don't. That is not. You could put a hat on that, and that is not Mauricio. Don't you dare. If y'all would have said Aquaman, I would have been like, okay, I see it. You know, but oh my god! Uh, I mean, I mean sure, sure. Like, no, like <laughs> we're not saying no to that either. But we like variety, Desmond. But Mauricio is historically, and there are others that would disagree. And the fact that he and PK are in a hot off or who's hotter, hotter house? Okay, that's hard to say. Who's hotter house husband is laughable because, like, come on, who's man. asking that question? PK and um, I knew it was that clearly PK. That's the only person that would be asking that question. Yeah, they're in a hot off. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Dorit's husband, PK. Let me see a picture. I'll tell you. Wait, he does look better, but I'm sorry. Mauricio takes the cake every single time since day one. Love the man. Yeah. I don't, I don't, there's nothing. I agree with you. He Y'all playing me. Y'all, <laughs> y'all <ain't> shit. <laughs> this isn't our competition. We didn't start this. <laughs> yeah, Who we started know the this answer? Show? Who started this show? I, I'm real. That's a good that's question. A I, I think PK. I think when they, the whole story was like in the initial, they were pod pals, like Dorit, PK. Mauricio and Kyle were pod pals at the beginning of of pandemic. And then when Mexico started allowing travel to Americans, they like floated down there for a little while and um, in the transit became best friends. And then in PK's weird deranged thought process, thought that maybe there's a chance that someone would like give me 30% in the vote of me versus, and that's, that's like, that's unbelievably I have studied campaign statistics. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah, Impossible. I, I think might get like nine or ten. Maybe. So highly. Just because people feel like, like that. that they don't want to do, they don't want to stand by the norm, right? Like there are plenty that'll vote against the norm. And that's the vote that PK gets. Sure. In Good that point. And if you put PK up against maybe other people, I'd be like, sure, PK, but not in that lineup. The not best good looking um, house husband has to be for all does uh, for all W's husband, Joe Gorga. You think oh, Joe Gorga? I cannot wait till we get into the, uh, that episode. He's five Ooh. four. 
Is he when, five four? I feel like it. When him and Joe um, Joe Judice got into it, it was like two like little gorillas like hitting each other. Like they literally just like bounced off of each other. That's accurate. Like, yeah, I was like, like baby sumo wrestling. Yeah, I was like, you look like muscle kids, like, like little meatballs yeah. being rolled at each other. Literal like, meatballs. Yeah. But like, yeah, I just I feel like he's like five five, and no, he's not that attractive. So y'all like John? Okay, okay. I just had to ask. No, his name, don't do that. Maurizio. <laughs> don't ruin that fantasy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, um, next up is, you. we talked about Rena a little bit already. Guiding light. Yeah. light. I'm not, I'm, I'm not really a fan. Hurt people hurt people. It's like she had a book of platitudes. I was, that's what I was saying earlier. I was like, I read something that was joking about how it's like, she literally is like the, quote for everything inside home goods it's like live laugh love (laughs) she's just like whipping out the hobby lobby like too blessed to be stressed (laughs) home is where the heart is (laughs) she also just doesn't really she doesn't seem to care really that she's hurting people or that her old friend denise like was you know felt betrayed by her she was just like you know i'm gonna see you next tuesday sometime so well Forgive me. Let's move on. Can, can y'all tell me what happened between them? Like, what was it that she said about Denise Griffin? That she had a, a threesome with an old cast member of Beverly Hills, Brandy Glanville. And she like wouldn't let it go because Denise was like, I don't want to talk about this. This is no, no one's business. That's not what happened. And Lisa was coming in with this like holier than thou attitude of like, let's be honest and wanted her to share this for some fucking reason and it's like she just did her dirty the woman literally tried everything to keep them from broadcasting um anything about this this was a rumor that brandy glanville kind of escalated to kyle and another old cast member that we are happy and forgot has already left teddy um and like kim richards was there yeah, Kim Richards was there, who is a OG we love. Uh, but and it it got escalated to them, and like it was like a dog with a bone, and she would not let it go. And Denise literally would be like, I mean, that's where we get the lovely phrase "Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo," or "Bravo, Bravo, effing Bravo," because she was would would say anything while they were shooting when it would come up so that they couldn't get audio and video and bravo ultimately decided well we're going to break down the fourth wall and this is where they like i think first really actively started doing this and now it's kind of become somewhat of a trend since then but they were like we're going to address it like this is too good of television for not to and lisa saw that and dug into mm-hmm. it and made herself the villain and then now is trying to just like like you said slough it off like oh well i was the villain but today i'm a new woman and i think we can move forward and it's like you don't get to move along that easily you're slick but not no one's that slick i mean she's gotten away with it for so long i feel like she's like well why not let's do it again those lips were made for talking they were <laughs> um man okay um we Sutton is the next one here. She got an official diamond this season. um, And we've chatted about (laughs) her living in uh, luxury in Kyle's house. Um, And then Dorit is a returning member. We're just going to gloss over Sutton like that. Poor girl. I mean, we're, I think we're going to have plenty of talk too. She gets beat up later in the season. So well, I'm sure we'll have later to talk. Not really beat up Desmond. (laughs) Oh, I was getting excited. Physically assaulted, but she verbally gets assaulted by a few people, it seems like. Oh, yeah. The mother the mother dragons eat her cookies. <laughs> like, or what? It's, oh, my gosh. Yeah. But um, that last person, I like her. Um, she, I call her uh, No Cake Coco. Doesn't she look like um, Coco's wife without the ass? Oh, my God. You're kind of right. Who? Ice T's wife. Oh, okay. Is okay, that what you're, who you're referencing? Yeah. Ice T's wife? No cake. Yeah. No so? cake cocoa? What does that mean? Like no butt? Yeah. Without uh, the ass. That's her. But um, I didn't get a vibe from her, except she was driving uh, the boss around all, all episodes. <laughs> they were just casually in that McLaren. <laughs> My gosh. 
I think this season, Dorit has decided she can't necessarily compete with Erica Jane in her style. So she's just going to like work in collaboration with. I think they both honor each other. The style in me honors the style in you, not today sort of stuff. Um, I feel like that's where her and Erica Jane are now. Yeah, I can't beat them, join them. Yeah, right. Exactly. So we'll to go back. Um, what's her name? Gun Life. What's her real name? Lisa Renna. Yo, did y'all see what she was wearing? That like uh that green flower print pantsuit? Mm-hmm. The jungle fever. Were y'all feeling that? No. No, but okay. I feel like Jen Shaw wore that when they uh, were in Vegas on Salt Lake. Jen Shaw yeah. did wear that. It is, is that- Versace. It's the JLo Versace, by the way. They they took that print. Redid it recently. JLo, remember she went out in her dress again on a Versace runway, like at 50? That print went on to be a whole line of like obviously pantsuits. And uh yeah, we did see Jen Shaw wore that to the dinner where she was verbally assaulting everyone, throwing glasses yet again, um, losing her mind. Yeah. I gotta yeah, see. Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I want to see how Jen pulled it off. I know that whatever Jen does, you're like, well, that that's fine then because you love her. Well, it's like two okay. body types too, right? That's I'll true. be honest. If I could put it, I would say Jen if I, as a neutral party, which I feel like I am in this instance. Jen wore it better. Okay. She just pulls off that look, I think, better too. Because she had like the gold chains with it. She was dressing bitches down in it. Like yeah. it was it was a boss lady suit. Ooh, what's happening? Not good on her either, but it, she it, she does look better in it. I don't think it looks good on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 reminds me of like something you would see DJ Khaled. Oh no, DJ Khaled in. And then they have the leggings to go with it. Nah, it's a lot of print. It is. It is. Well, and especially, I mean, I think my favorite outfit from that barbecue dinner had to be Erica's. Cause she was like, I just wanted to wear something fun. I just wanted to have fun. She looked like a loofah. Yeah. (laughs) She's cute all the time, but it was like a lot. I feel like Kenya wore that dress already. Also, Kenya wore it to, do you remember um, whose daughter, was it Brooklyn's birthday where they had a Barbie themed birthday party? I'm like feeling 90% Check me on it. Check my facts. But I feel pretty confident that Kenya wore that dress, wore her that dress already, like a season ago. Yikes! I could be wrong, but that loofah might have already seen a body previously. A body. <laughs> Any last minute thoughts on Beverly Hills? I'm interested to see what Miss Hilton brings us. What the mother of Paris and Nikki shows us. We'll see. She's a friend of this season. She's actually that Kyle's whole, sister. Yeah, she's Kyle's sister. That whole, um, I used to do dental work on the neighborhood children really, really creeped me out. I don't know. It seems sociopathic. So I'm interested to learn more of it. And her face does not move. And that when she, she was telling that story and like neither her forehead, which is standard for Beverly Hills, but neither her forehead nor her jawline moved. And she was talking about doing dental work on the neighborhood kids. I was uncomfortable. I made her eccentric and I'm very excited. I hope that she stays because I want to hear more stories like this. If she gives us that like sociopathic story on the first episode, then there must be so much more to come. Oh, yeah. in a good way for us. And it's like, your kids are crazy. So let's talk about mm-hmm. them too. Right. The whole family is, why don't we like, she is the sister of Kim Richards. Are we not like, yeah. lest, lest we not forget. Squirrel. <laughs> so, I love squirrels. Like, what was that? Like, she was like, just like on her, like, like devotion or what do they call? Um, uh, the one-on-ones with the producers, Kim Richards, just every single time, just talking gibberish. Oh, yeah. It was hard for her to focus. I loved it. I was like, what is she going to say now? And she's like, I love squirrels. (laughs) I was watching. um, I don't know how I got lost in this whole of Housewives YouTube videos. And she it's like unintentional, hilarious housewife moments. And it's like it ends with Kim in the background. And she's like, 
tossing pasta salad with her hands going like things and things and things and things. It's just, it's maybe my favorite moment. Yeah. She's got like one hand in the bowl and like, she's using a utensil and she's just like, her daughter's getting makeup done. And she's just like things and things, things and things. I'm like, Balling you are so salad. fucked up right now. Like, how is this even possible? Like so out of it. So I can't wait till the, what the, her sister brings us now. We'll see. We'll see if, so, if it's hereditary. I think we got a lot of meat. Like I said, there's a lot of meat on the bone this season. There's a lot of meat on the bone. Um, hopefully we'll, that'll play out in a nice way. Um, we saw them go in really hard last season on someone's misfortunes. So we'll see if they try and do the same again this season. Um, I think sometimes fans react a little like, well, we love that. We act a little negatively toward react a little negatively towards that too. So that like, they'll come back and kind of counter it sometimes with a little bit lighter material, but Erica Girardi's pending divorce doesn't necessarily prove lighter. So we'll see. Yeah. I think it's gonna be very interesting. I'm really interested to see what um, Erica comes out with on this and definitely want to see more of Kathy and Sutton. So I think Crystal's going to be interesting as well. I don't I'm excited for her. Ring. Yeah, I mean, I am, but I also feel like she's kind of like one of those girls that like just thinks she's better just because probably who she's married to. I get that vibe. Also, yeah. yeah. Let's move Tiffany Moon out there. <laughs> yes, I vote, I vote that also. Well, I know that we're all looking forward to seeing what the ladies bring for the rest of the season. So um, thank you, Colin, for joining us for tea time. I think that this was, um, you know, we, we watch a lot of this together. So we are all the time. shouting all <laughs> of the things that we think at each other. And I'll be like, did you see this? Did you see? Did you watch? Did you? Did you? I think my favorite was you running out of your office going, Jin Shaw was arrested. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm on a call. <laughs> <laughs> it was important news that's true like when i broke the shower door i needed to come out and express oh my God, immediately was, yeah. what was going on it's important news uh well thanks for having me i always love chatting with you guys well i know that uh we also watched this week's uh real housewives in new jersey and uh we had some favorite moments from that. And I think we even maybe had a, an award from that to give out. So we'll jump into talking a little bit about that with our St. Andy Award next. And we're back for the St. Andy Award. Who is being honored today? Well, I'm thrilled. Um, at the just juice and the drama and the tea that this woman brought to the reunion. I have never seen anyone, as you put it, Monique walked so that this woman could run. And truly she ran with it. That's Jennifer Aiden at this, this week's reunion. She was groomed. You could see it in Teresa's eyes too. She was like, I have groomed a monster and <laughs> she walks on her own. And it like really was. She was like, I don't need to do this anymore. I had now have my minion that can, that wants to thrives in the drama and can pull out the things about Melissa and other people and that I can't necessarily talk about, but she can talk about freely. And that's, that little lap dog is yapping. She is yapping. Jennifer Aiden didn't even need, she didn't need a pink briefcase. She didn't need a binder. She came ready to literally like, um, what do you do with grenades? Like pop the top off, drop it and just walk slowly away. Not even. She stared it down and smiled. <laughs> yes. she stared, she, every time she'd say something controversial, she'd look right in Andy and smile and nod her head like, right? Isn't this, this is what you want? Yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> did I do this right? <laughs> yes. Looking like literally like a puppy. Like, did I do the trick? Yeah. And but she did. Yes, you did. Thank you. She she's bringing up off camera moments, apparently that Margaret and it's not looking good because I can also I can quite literally hear Margaret saying this about uh, the the unpaid payments that Joe Gorga didn't make to people or whatever. And Margaret said, well, my husband's a plumber. Of course we know that Joe, Joe doesn't pay his bills basically. Right. And um, 
So she's dropping some bombs from stuff that happened off camera and, and other, like there were, she just was with no holds barred. Everybody was, everyone was out for blood. Jackie came in with venom. Margaret came in. You could see it. They were all seething. They'd like sit there and like roll their shoulders back. Like they were ready to like go into the boxing ring. It was unbelievable. It was one of, I would say one of the best reunion showings we've had in a minute. In a yeah, minute, start to finish. I'm annoyed that it's only two parts because there's clearly a lot more that we could get if they could give us, I don't know, three or five. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was like there was not a dull moment, which was which was beautiful. It started out with Dolores telling us that she got her vagina fixed or that she got a new vagina. Got the Love her. No, I think it's like a wand that goes up there and does like ultrasonic pulses or something that like tightens the muscles if you want to know specifically. But I think I saw that on uh, (laughs) Dr. 90210. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a sonic care than it is like snip, snip. But that is fucking golden. I had no idea that was a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. You can get your knees done and you can also get your vagina done. (laughs) You can get your. Oh, like, you are wild. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell me I'm wrong. This is what these. My mom asked me what <laughs> What do you learn from these women? What do you learn from these shows? And these are the facts of our lives. Yes. Wait, hold on. Somebody really got their knees done and used a show. Jen Shaw. How do you not remember that? That was oh your girl. Husband's was a lucky girl. man. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I had mixed feelings too. On uh, I'm jumping back to Rahonja because you know I, I can't not. But like she, I had mixed feelings at first. I was like, I don't know that I care to watch this like marital counseling session unfold on television. But I will say it felt pretty honest. It With Melissa honest. and Joe. With Melissa, oh, Joe, yeah. and the Teresa and Dolores dynamic, knowing their history and knowing the thing, like knowing some of the skeletons in the closet and knowing how they actually are with one another. Um, I thought it was very, it, they couldn't escape it, right? Like you could feel Joe knowing that the cameras and the women that he knows and has known for so long are quite literally staring him down and that he can't, there's no amount of charm or anything else that's going to make any of these questions go away. So at first I wasn't, I, I leaned out of it. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, so like, he wants for the status quo of their relationship to remain that way, right? Like the old school way is what everybody keeps talking about. It. Or he yeah. claims he's cool with change, but as long as things don't change too much, which I guess I get, like if you're used, I don't know, but if you're used to, and you have some sort of like way that your marriage is, but I can also understand why Melissa wants some a piece of something of her own rather than feeling like she doesn't have never had that in life. Well, 100 percent, because she's sitting there even saying, you know, like I stayed at home. I raised these kids. They're now getting, you know, the, I mean, they're not granted. She makes it seem as if they are kind of adults now because she's like, oh, no, I raised these three kids. I'm like, OK, well, they're still kids. Like, like Joey's like, seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like. They still need raising. So I I get from his perspective, like, no, I mean, like, what about the kids? But I think, too, like, if she can find a good balance between, like, this career that she wants and, like, staying at home, then she'll have success. But I think otherwise, they're just kind of doomed. I think the truer, more profound part, too, was watching some of the family dynamic and how that played into how Joe Gorga and his relationship and like real disdain for Joe Judice and like how that put on a family strain. And he truly quite honestly blames the death of his mother on the stress that it caused her that putting her daughter in jail and having to deal with her daughter and all of her grand, like having to take care for her grandkids again, because her mother was in jail or their father went to jail. Like it, I think he blames a lot of the stress that it was incurred by that that you know uh, well and he even mentions like having talked to his mom about a lot of this like as it was going on and he says you know there's things that even Teresa doesn't know about that his mom said because she just was so upset which so I fully I, I believe the like, situation is just actually very sad because you yeah. can even tell when Teresa starts talking about it she's like I went to jail Joe went to jail my mom died my dad died you know it's like that's a lot that's a lot to deal with in a short period of time. Your heart breaks for her. Definitely. Your heart like goes out. Your heart just absolutely breaks for her. But that's why we love like New Jersey, because these people, again, know each other. They know each other's backstory. You can't escape like the the things that 
you know, you, you are, they put a mirror up to you and force you to face it. So, um, I don't know. It's why we love it. It's because these people have known each other for so long and, and, and they care about each other. And, and regardless of all the other things that get in the way, like there's love at the, the base of it. So, yeah, it's way more, I mean, I think it's one of the more authentic real like groups of women who have actual relationships with each other and not just ones that Bravo created for them. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So well, you see that more. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about earlier with the addition of the new New Jersey housewife. You know, it's going to be interesting because Teresa's kind of brought most of these women in. And if she didn't bring you in, then she got rid of you pretty quickly. So it's that's true. Seeing the dynamic. But to your point, yes. Oh, I can't wait for part two of the reunion. I know. I know. We can chat about that uh, and more next week on on the episode. Um, like we said before, we're halfway through season two. Um, just time is a flying. And if you haven't, if this is your first episode with us, feel free to um, catch up <laughs> on previous episodes. And if you like what you hear and you feel so inclined to give us five stars, leave us a review, tell your friends to tell friends about us. Um, and we'd love to connect with you online. We are at Boy Meets Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm teaching LP how to Twitter. That's the, the goal. Spot one day. <laughs> um, so we'll put a link to our social media pages in the show notes. Um, also make sure you're checking out creativegeniusesnetwork.com or Follow at Creative Geniuses Network. Uh, we've got lots of brother and sister podcasts over there at that network. So we will see you next week, y'all. Bye. 